Welcome to In All Things. I'm Sierra, and I would love to welcome you into my living room to have real conversations with you about everything from forgiveness and personalities to community and discipleship. So let's imagine we're sitting on my couch and encouraging each other to seek Christ in all things. Welcome to our first guest episode of 2022. I am looking forward for you guys to hear this discussion that I had with my good friend, Lindsay. Um, she has actually been on the podcast a couple other times, but never solo before. So I'm really excited about this. She was on with her husband, Mike, this past summer um, to talk about marriage. And she was also a part of a Q&A panel we did this past fall. But we are talking today about peer pressure as adults. And I really hope you guys enjoy today's conversation. Hey, Lindsay, welcome back to In All Things. Hey, glad to be here. Um, can you just reintroduce yourself for the people who maybe haven't listened to your other podcasts? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm Lindsay. I've been Sierra's friend for what now, like almost nine years or going on that. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. Um, yeah, I am a South Dakotan at heart. Um, love it there. Um, I've been living in Minnesota for the last, yeah, almost nine years. Um, I'm married, have a almost one-year-old oh little boy goodness. at home. Um, yeah, that I absolutely love to death. <laughs> um, and yeah, I also work for a trucking company and yeah, just enjoy time with my family. Awesome. I'm excited to do this episode with you. Yeah, thanks. I'm Me too. So if you are listening to this episode and you looked at the title and was like, why are they talking about peer pressure? Because we're not in high school anymore. I'm going to tell you that we are not surprised that you think that. Um, as Lindsay and I kind of began talking about this, we realized that even though peer pressure is often a topic that's mostly talked about to middle schoolers and high schoolers, we've kind of found in our own lives that we've encountered peer pressure in adulthood a lot more than we did as teens. So we kind of just wanted to chat about what that looks like today and how we can handle that in our lives. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think oftentimes it's it's because peer pressure is talked about more in high school. You know, it's like, okay, which friends groups to maybe stay away from, which, you know, activities to stay away from, whether mm -hmm. like when you go to adulthood, you know, there's no more talking, you know, yeah. you have the internet, you have work and um, maybe school or whatever you're, you're thrown in, but it's just, it's not talked about as much, you know? I think that it just feels like it's expected that we just know who to choose as friends or we all, we already know what's right and wrong. And probably the majority of the time we do, we do know that, but it doesn't mean that we don't still feel pressure from other, other people, whether it is our friends, whether it's from society or things that we see on Instagram. Yeah, and I think oftentimes too when you're when you're set off into your adulthood and stuff, um, you know, people tell you, "Okay, go off and, you know, you're going to make mistakes. You're going to find yourself." And, you know, while the, while those things are okay, sometimes I feel like we can kind of get lost in in the maybe the pressures of trying things, you know, because mm -hmm. that's what people are telling us to do. That's They're so telling true. us to go and try things, whether mm -hmm. um, it's yeah, parties, whether it's um, different types of friends groups, whether it's trying, you know, new relationships that maybe we shouldn't be digging ourselves into. And, you know, because we're like, oh, I want to experience this and I want to experience that. Mm -hmm. But really, we're just damaging our hearts and we're putting ourselves further and further away from the Lord. Oh, yeah, that is so true. Um. As I was thinking about this, and we even talked about this before we started, is, you know, what is peer pressure? Well, it's pretty self-explanatory, but it's feeling pressure from those around us to do a certain thing or be a certain way. But I think that oftentimes 
maybe it's just how we've experienced this in as adults, but it doesn't necessarily mean that we're being pressured to do something that's morally wrong. Sometimes that is the case. And I think that when we're talked to about it, when we're in high school and, and as teenagers, it's talked about, okay, don't do drugs. Don't get pressured into watching bad movies or something like that. And yes, that's applicable, but oftentimes it's not necessarily morally wrong, the things that we're being pressured into. It's just something that might not be right for us personally and what the Lord is leading us to at that point in our lives. Yeah, I think that's a really important point to bring um, as we are discussing this topic. Um, We're not bringing this up as, you know, trying to determine right or wrong. We're just um, simply having a conversation about just how oftentimes we're feeling pressured from either maybe it's friends or family or the internet or something that's just kind of maybe trying to get our mind to make us think that maybe what we're doing is wrong or we need to be doing more than what we're Mm -hmm. already doing in that you know, what we're maybe doing is enough. I'm in the season of motherhood right now, and my baby's under or has been under a year old. And so I've been, um, you know, I'm joining some of these mommy blogs or mommy groups or whatever. And they're all, you know, they list questions, which I think is great, you know, to get, you know, another mom's advice and everything like that. But I think oftentimes, too, it's like, oh, my goodness, you go and you read the comments and it's, I do it this way. I do it that way. You know, my my baby was sleep trained by six months. Um, you know, he started solids at four months or he's walking by nine months. And then, you know, other moms are like, well, my baby is only eight months and he's not walking yet. Is that normal? You know, and you find yourself <laughs> yeah. down this like rabbit hole and just thinking like, oh, no, I'm not doing something right. I should have done more tummy time. I should have done more, mm-hmm. you know, and we have to reel ourselves back in and um, look at it as like, no, while every baby's different, every baby's going to develop differently, just like every mom's different. Every mom likes to parent different or how it works for their household, you know, and, and I think it's oftentimes we're just comparing ourselves just a little bit too much. And while it's great to have um, other mothers to go to and, you know, get advice on, um, I think it can be a little dangerous and oftentimes maybe just comparing too much while really that's maybe not the root of the problem. Maybe they're trying to fix maybe too much rather than just trying to get a little bit of advice. Then they go home and they're trying to change their entire marriage and they're trying to change their entire baby. Um, And I think just that can just get a little scary. (laughs) Yeah, that's... I mean, there's a lot of pressure in parenthood. No, it is. A lot of pressure in parenthood in general. Yes. And you're putting a lot of pressure, or every mom is putting a lot of pressure on themselves. And then you add... 13,000 other opinions Mm -hmm, from mm -hmm. family, from friends, from strangers on the internet. Probably doesn't help much. (laughs) Yeah, no, definitely not. And and then I think that's often where we get into, you know, depression or anxiety because Mm -hmm. we're just, oh, my family's not doing this and they have two kids already. How come we don't have another kid? And then that can start problems in the marriage and, you know, pressure to, you know, live this, this perfect life or have this perfect marriage or, oh, they're going on date nights twice a week. How come we aren't doing that? You know, we need to, you know, find a way to find a sitter or something when maybe they can't afford it at that time and they need to take a couple. Um, different approaches to date night instead of trying to go out and, you know. I think that's one major problem that social media has brought to our society is this access to 300, 400, 1,000, however many friends you have on the internet. You have access to all of their lives and you're only seeing tiny little glimpses, but we compare ourselves so much to that. And then then we bring in these Facebook groups or an Instagram group or whatever it is and now you have three or four or 5,000 more people that you're 
bringing in and comparing your life to all of these people. And can social media be great? Yes. But it adds a lot of pressure to ourselves. Yeah, no, I think pressure is a, is a great word for this, which is why we're calling this episode peer pressure. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the pressure of it all. It's the pressure to to maybe work full time plus you know try to fit all this stuff in with your with your kid and or with your husband and while maybe it's just it's too much you know is because we're just we're trying to just keep up to the ways of the world or maybe we just need to just keep up to the ways of our of our family and our pace and yeah for sure um one of the things that I've encountered as just a young adult I had a group of friends who they were a, a few years older than I was And a few of them owned houses. And I remember them talking about and heavily insinuating that you don't reach a certain like level of adulthood until you own a house and can take care of a house by yourself. And um, a little over a year ago, I started the process of looking for a house to purchase. But after a few months, I was like, I really don't want to make this decision right now. And I realized I was I was putting myself in that situation because I was feeling that pressure that I wasn't an actual adult because I was just living in an apartment, renting an apartment. And I just came to this realization that because it wasn't that conscious choice that I was making, but I realized I'm not less of an adult because I don't own a home. This is not the time to be owning a house by myself, making that decision on my own right now. And so I took a break and I am still renting an apartment, but I'm still an adult. And it's just like, if you listen and you allow these outside voices to influence you, you can be putting a lot of pressure on yourself and you can be putting yourself in a situation that is outside of God's timing for your own life. Right. Absolutely. And I I remember you going, going through this situation and, and we'd be talking on the phone and, um, and you just be going back to prayer. And I think ultimately that's what we need to be going back to. You know, we don't need to be going back to these Facebook groups. We don't need to right. be going back to um, how many likes we got on that photo versus how many likes I got on this photo mm-hmm. versus what this person said maybe and what this person said. Really, we need to be going back to the Lord and maybe and maybe our parents or maybe our, our spouses, you know, mm-hmm. those, those key people in our life that's going to Root us back to the Bible or back to prayer. Cause, you know, I know that's what you're going to. You're like, oh, well, I'm just going to pray on it. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't, oh, I'm going right. to go write a post about it on Facebook and <laughs> right, see, exactly. see how many likes I get, you know? Yep. Um, so while it's good to get others' opinions, you know, it's just something to be cautious of because sometimes they can get our mind more racing and then we just keep mm-hmm. looking and we keep looking and we keep looking. And then before you know it, we're anxious and we're maybe depressed because, oh, I don't have it now. And it's just, it's not right now, but maybe God's telling us, no, it's not right now, but we just need to keep holding out for what's, you know, what's to come and what moment you're in and enjoy the moment you're in because you don't know, you know, when it's going to be gone and you're going to be on to the next season of life. And maybe you are going to be in that house right and then you're going to be looking at a new roof and then you're going to be wishing you're still in your apartment, you know, but no, um, I'm sure it's going to be exciting once you, once you have your house and everything, but just, you know, kind of maybe just more time, more preparation, more mm-hmm. financial planning, maybe just more just planning in general, maybe where you want to be, maybe, you know, in two years where you want to be is going to be maybe a little bit different. Yeah, for sure. Well, and thinking back to your comment about the people you're asking advice from, we should all be just having a very small circle of people that we are going to for advice. Um, I kind of joke sometimes that I just have my own little personal council of people that I go to because it's just f- like three or four people that know me very well. They know 
who I am and what, you know, maybe my struggles are or my personality is and everything, but they also know the Lord. And so these are trusted, wise people who are also listening to the Holy Spirit. And I know that they will call me on my junk when I need to be called out, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Because I think that's why it's so important to have, you know, groups of friends or have a a good supportive, you know, godly spouse that will always turn you back to prayer, turn you back to the Lord. Because um, just as Thessalonians 2, 4 says, but just as we have been approved by God to be entrusted with the gospel, so we speak not to be pleased by man, but to please God who tests our hearts. And I mean, that just goes to show, yes, we're we're pleasing God ultimately. You know, we're not trying to please the people on Facebook. We're not trying to please, you know, maybe our coworkers at work and trying to have like the best weekend story, you know, we right. just, um, no, we're just, we're trying to just please ultimately God. Mm-hmm. Which really just points to the fact that we need to figure out what our priorities are in life in general, you know, and pleasing and honoring and following the Lord, we need to treat that as number one priority. And everything else is going to fall into place if that is truly our number one priority. We're going to be able to say no to the pressures that we get from outside people. And we're going to be able to say yes to the things that we need to in order to follow his footsteps. Another example that I've had in adulthood is actually something that's going to sound like it was in high school. It was when I was with a group of people and they all wanted to um, watch a specific movie that was rated R. And for me personally, I have a conviction that I will not watch R-rated movies um, for like vulgarity or violence or whatever it might be. Anyway, so this group wanted to watch this movie and I just, you know, stated I don't really feel comfortable watching it. Mm-hmm. So I'll probably sit when this one out. Well, they ended up tr- convincing me to sit there and at least give it a, ch- a shot. So I stayed there for five minutes, during which you could tell the reason that it was rated R. Right. <laughs> and so mm-hmm. I just got up and I left and um, after five minutes and didn't watch it. And I was glad that I did that part. But the next day, one of the guys looked at me. He's like, well, I'm so glad you gave that a shot, Sierra. And I just, I regret sitting there and not and not standing up for my conviction more and actually giving it a try because I should not be getting praised for going against my conviction, you know? And that really showed me like, okay, next time you need to stand up more because that's not something you should be being praised for. I think of the verse in Romans and it says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good and pleasing and perfect will. I just I think of that often. If we're looking at something that the world thinks is really cool and popular, we really should be running the other way. Oh yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, I work in a pretty high stress job. You know, um, people are oftentimes getting angry. You know, trucks aren't showing up. Something's late. Something's not going right. You know, and I've had coworkers look at me, and I'm just, uh, and they're like, Lindsay, how do you just like keep it together? And how don't you just like let the colorful language fly and stuff <laughs> like that? And it's like, well. No, I mean, if I go back to back to my beliefs and and living um, out my discipleship and following Christ, it's that's that's not the way I want to live it. That's that's not mm-hmm. um, following the ways of this world and letting those colorful words fly, as they yeah. as they call it. Um, um, that would be following them. That would be following mm-hmm. the crowd. Yeah, for and sure. Jesus tells us to run from that. Mm-hmm. Do not do as the crowd does. Come to me. And just as Matthew five sixteen says, in the same way, 
Let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. And um, I think that's a great verse for that kind of ties into what I'm talking about and um, just saying like that's the way I, I let my characteristics show. You know, mm-hmm. I don't I don't maybe do what my coworkers do on the weekends or I don't, you know, act the way they do maybe at work, but mm-hmm. that's the way I let I let God shine through me and I, I try to be a witness um, in that and and I think it's just, it's really important. And I think that's also why it's important to have friends that do think the way you do is because, I mean, if I was just around that all day and then yeah. didn't have anyone, you know, to go back to who thought the way I did, I mean, I feel like then I'm starting to let those words show and mm-hmm. I'm starting to, you know, maybe act the way they do. And I'm not saying everyone that I work with does that, but I'm yeah. just, I'm saying, you know, sometimes you start to kind of feel like you're a little bit more of an outsider. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, that's sad to see. It yeah. is really sad to see. And you're trying so hard to to stay strong, but some days you just feel like you're just fighting against the grain, you know? Yeah, for sure. Which is what we're called to do, but mm-hmm. it still is very difficult. Right. In First Corinthians, it says, bad company corrupts good character, which is really, yeah. it's very true. Oh, yeah. Because if you surround yourself, like Lindsay just said, with the wrong crowd, and that's what we heard in high school and middle school about this topic was, be careful who you surround yourself with and... You, you just like, it solidifies as an adult, like that's so, so important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's, it's just, it's so important to, to not only just be in the Bible, mm-hmm. you know, with your own time, but to also, you know, be with, be with like-minded people or, and I think that's why it's important to, um, have the same, the same views with your spouse, or maybe you're not even married. You know, if you're in a relationship, that's why they say it is important to be mm-hmm. equally yoked, have the same views, have the same um, goals and the way you, like you kind of live your life, you know, because if, if your spouse is wanting to go out and party every night or hang out with the wrong crowd and you're wanting to to go to church on Sundays and your your spouse isn't willing to to meet you with that, you know, that's going to cause problems that can cause peer pressure for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, you're starting to like, oh, okay, he's wanting to stay home or she's wanting to stay home. So I'm just going to start staying home with mm-hmm. him. And, yeah. and then that starts trickling down. And, and at that point, yes, you're in a marriage. So that's something you maybe need to seek out counseling for and, mm-hmm. and lots of prayer and finding mentors to try to get yourselves, you know, back on track. But if you're in more of a dating relationship that could be like a big eye opener i'm like okay he's not wanting to come to church with me he's not wanting to open the bible with me and and to work on things um Mm -hmm. maybe that's something i need to be praying about and maybe this relationship isn't going to go forward like i think it is you know so different spectrums there you know obviously or different situations there that i think is important to realize but um that can be a big peer pressure thing too. It's not always friends. It's right, oftentimes yeah. goes back to relationships and, and dating and in marriage. So mm-hmm, for sure. I think one thing that is kind of the cause of a lot of people getting, giving into peer pressure right now is FOMO or the fear of missing out. And that is just, it's such a big thing because, and which is exaggerated by social media. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, or the fact that everybody needs to know what's going on yeah. at all times. I think we could just do an episode on social media. You we know, should, we should I just mean, do that. Yeah. It's just, that's peer pressure in and of itself, right? Right. There. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But we, we want to be a part of whatever's going on. Mm-hmm. If it's with our friends that are going out partying, if it's, they're going to a movie or whatever, or they're all getting married or, and they just want you to have the same, like, it doesn't matter what it particularly is but we just have a fear of missing out 
in life. Okay. And then I think we just need to realize what is this fear? You know, we need to to break it down. What are we fearing? Are we fearing that, you know, we're not going to be in that friend group anymore if we don't do Mm -hmm. this? Are we fearing that, oh, I'm not going to get this many likes on Instagram if Mm -hmm. I'm not doing this? Or, you know, am I not going to get follow back if I, if I don't, you know, post about this or if I don't, you know, if I don't have a relationship right now, or if I, if I'm not married by this point, or if I don't have kids by this point, if I don't have five kids by this point, you know, it's just, I think everything is just such a competition now, you know, Mm -hmm. once, once we get married, then it's when you're going to have kids. And then once you have that kid, when are you going to have the next kid? Mm-hmm. You know, or when are you going to get that promotion? Or, yeah. you know, when are you going to get another house? Or when are you going to get a bigger house? Or when are you going to get that next new car? You know, because mm-hmm. everything's coming out with new stuff, you know, yeah. and um, that's where marketing and social media and everything just comes into place because everything's just out there. So we see like, oh, that's the new car out there. Well, I don't want mine anymore. That's been sitting in the garage for two years or whatever. Yeah. Like I want, I want the new one. Yeah. And I think the other question we need to ask ourselves is what are we actually missing out on? We're missing out on a, a newer version of a car. Like that's, it's it's just materialistic. Mm-hmm. Um, and whatever it might be, if we're missing out on a night out with our friends, well, okay, but what's happening? Do we actually want to be a part of it? Mm-hmm. And maybe you're actually benefiting from that night, you know, not going out. Yeah, you know? exactly. Maybe you can be at home with your spouse or you can be at home with your kids yeah. or you can just be at home with yourself and maybe it's mm-hmm. diving into a book you've been meaning to read for the last two months, yeah, you know, and, sure. and doing some journaling or mm-hmm. maybe just you call over just one of your friends and you mm-hmm. just have some girl time with them and yeah. just, you know, it's not you know, always like all these experiences, you have to be out there, you need to be A, B, C, you know? Yeah. And that's another great point is like by saying no to peer pressure, you're often going to like isolate yourselves from other people. And that is a hard reality to live with, especially when we do have FOMO and that's the opposite (laughs) of our goal in life. But we might end up isolating ourselves just for an evening, like Lindsay just said. And you know, how are you going to fill your time? But there are going to be some times when we're going to be isolating ourselves from a whole, like a person or a group of people in general. And we just need to ask ourselves, like, how are we going to fill that now open time basically in our lives? We can dig deeper into the word and diving into our relationship with Christ, which is going to fill us so much more. And we can start pursuing relationships with other people, maybe somebody from our church, maybe a small group at our church, mm-hmm. or whatever yeah. it might be. And I think that's what we're trying to get at with this episode. Um, we're just, we need to be running more to God. We don't need to be running to the peers. You know, you never exactly. really hear anybody com- complain about God pressure. You know, yeah, right, exactly. it's, it's the other people around us, right? Yep. It's It's our peers. It's the internet. It's so much other stuff. And really, we just we just need to be coming back to our roots, you know, and coming back to our true beliefs and be digging into the word. And, you know, it's it's written all over the Bible. It's, it's come to me, you know, stay away from um, these words. And right now I'm, I'm reading through the Old Testament. Um, it's kind of part of like a reading plan I'm doing. And so I'm in Genesis, you know, we're in January right now. <laughs> um, but I mean, there's peer pressure all over that. I mean, it's just right at the beginning with Adam and Eve, right? Mm-hmm. Being um, pressured by the snake to go eat the the bad fruit. And um, it just ultimately just, it turns in, into evil, 
Well, that makes me think of the verse from Ephesians, and it says, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. It just reminds us that like the enemy, he uses other people's opinions, and he uses social media, and he uses our culture to put us at war against the spirit. That's what um, Ephesians is saying. It's not against flesh and blood. It's not against our friends who are offering a little bit of, of advice, even if it might be wrong or whatever. It is against the enemy who is like fighting for your heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's not even so much friends pressure too. I mean, just yeah. look at our world right now. Look at what we're in. It's just all around us. And it's just like, man, all these verses that we're speaking, it's just like, I just want to shout them out, you know, right now. And then just kind of bring people back and just, you know, do what you're comfortable with and what you feel is God honoring. And you feel like, you know, you're at peace with, you know, if you feel conflicted with it at the end of the day, you know, maybe, maybe it wasn't the best decision. Yeah. But I mean, we're, Oftentimes too, we aren't perfect, right? right. We're, we're going to make mistakes. You know, that that's who, you know, we're, we're human. Um, but I think, you know, by praying about it at the end of the day, being like, mm-hmm. Lord, maybe that wasn't the right decision, but um, I'm going to do better tomorrow and I'm going to, you know, stick more to my roots, stick more to you and, mm-hmm. and, and just go forward from there. That's all we can do and just keep moving forward. And um, yeah. Yeah. So as I'm sure you've kind of noticed, like most of the examples that we've given and of peer pressure in adulthood. They come about from big life decisions. They're not always the decisions that we hear, heard about in high school of going to an event with your friends or watching a certain movie, even though that is sometimes the case. But in adulthood, it just comes from larger life decisions. And I think the important thing that we just need to remember is to pray about it. Make sure we're listening to wise counsel. Make sure we're in tune with the Holy Spirit and reading the Bible. Yeah. And making those decisions for ourselves instead of allowing other people who we don't know and trust right. to truly influence that. No, you brought up a good point. Making the decision for yourself. Mm-hmm. And while it's not bad to go to others, mm-hmm. it's just it's remembering, you know, our godly roots. It's remembering that, okay, just because they said that, maybe I just need to go then go pray about it. I don't need to go out and do it. Or I don't need to go keep searching, you know. And when we talk about going to our friend group, even though they're trusted getting their opinions. The most that they can do for us, they can't make the decision for us and they should not make the decision for us, Mm -hmm. but they can offer other perspectives or even completely new ideas that you can then go pray about. Mm -hmm. And it could just give a new piece of wisdom that you hadn't thought about yet, or it could be this new idea you hadn't thought about yet. And just praying over that, that then you can feel peace about a decision better than you would have before. So thanks so much for listening, everybody. I hope that you were encouraged by today's podcast. And thanks, Lindsay, for coming on. Yeah, absolutely. We had fun. All right. See you next time. I'm so glad you tuned in for today's conversation. I hope you are leaving uplifted in your walk with the Lord, because that is my prayer for this podcast. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at In All Things Pod. And I would love it if you invited more friends into our conversations. You can also visit my website at inallthingspodcast.com. If this episode was encouraging to you, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite listening platform because it helps the algorithms and it allows In All Things to be accessible to more people. See you next time.